0: Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast where therapists deserve abundance. I am your host, Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and number one therapist business coach. And so if you have not already tuned into our last podcast episode, I started this series called the Abundance Series. And this really came about out of my Dope Therapist Academy last launch where I realized after serving the therapist who had attended the boot camp or that follow me on Instagram, my podcast, and on YouTube and my dope therapist community, like on my list, I realized that the therapists, they were lacking something and they were lacking the uh, wealth mindset. They were lacking the belief that they should invest in themselves. And they also lacked the ability to believe that they can have the best of both worlds as it relates to their career in business and a profitable lifestyle. And so what I want to talk to you about today is forgiveness and how that leads to abundance in your lifestyle and in your bank account and in your business or career. So let's first talk about why is forgiveness important. And so I believe that most people have had to forgive someone for something. And the goal would be that you actually go through and maneuver through the forgiveness process. And so let's talk about the benefits of forgiveness first, and then I'll tap into giving you some tips of how to maneuver through forgiveness so that you can live an abundant lifestyle and have an abundant business. And so one reason why forgiveness is very beneficial for you is that it frees you up from your past it doesn't hold you hostage. It also frees you up from the person who you are forgiving based off of what happened between you and that person. and then it also frees you up from maybe a particular event event that you may be holding on to maybe it was a traumatic event and you can't get it out of your mind. but at the end of the day, your past, this person and or this event, is holding you back and is holding you hostage from that next level of the best version of you. And so another benefit of forgiveness is that you can actually take ownership of your life, meaning you're not uh, preventing yourself from moving forward because something happened to you in the past or someone has done something to you or to someone that you love or care about In the past, forgiveness also helps you stay healthy. You don't have to worry about being overly stressed because you are constantly thinking about and or being triggered by what occurred in your past between you and that person or a certain event. And lastly, in terms of benefits of why forgiveness is very beneficial for you and your life and your mindset is that you can actually focus on what could be versus what you lack. And I want to repeat that. You can specifically and intentionally focus on what could be, meaning the future, tapping into your purpose, waking up happy, living like you enjoy life, right? Being in the moment versus focusing on what you're missing, what happened to you, and what you've lacked. So those are some of the benefits of forgiveness. So I do cater my channel, my podcast to mental health therapists. And what I want you to think about in this particular episode is have you said or caught yourself saying any of the following? And if you have not said these particular statements that I'm about to share, then ask yourself, have you nodded your head and said, yes, I agree when someone else has highlighted any of these statements or anything similar to these statements. So have you ever said or heard anything like, my graduate school should have taught me how to run a business, right? What about my graduate school should have taught me how to build a practice, a private practice? Maybe you've heard or have said, my graduate school should have taught me how to even understand business, understand my numbers. They should have taught us about how to show up on social media, even if it's related to ethics. They should have taught us how to identify our client avatar, our ideal client. They should have taught me how to become a business owner in addition to being an employee. So have you ever heard someone else or you've caught yourself asking those questions or at least one of them? Okay, so now what I want to do, now that you kind of got a taste of what we're going to talk about, we've talked about the benefits of forgiveness. We've talked about or I've listed out some of the things that maybe you're holding yourself hostage to because you have this belief system, you've developed this belief system about what your graduate school should have provided you. So now we're going to transition and I'm going to introduce to you the four stages of forgiveness according to, and I hope I pronounced their name right, R climbs, K-L-I-M-E-S. So I want to talk about the four main steps to forgiveness. And then of course we have a bonus uh, step. Okay. So the first step is acknowledgement. You want to acknowledge the anger or the hurt caused by the clearly identified offender or the offenses. And so if we're looking at graduate school as therapists, in order for you to move forward and live abundantly and really take massive action, which we'll get into in a moment, you want to acknowledge maybe the hurt that you feel that you've spent one, two, four, five plus years gaining all of this knowledge and wisdom of how to be a better therapist and an awesome employee, but your school lacked to provide you maybe enough or any information regarding opening up or thriving in a business or a private practice so acknowledge okay the next step in forgiveness is that of course you should bar from revenge so this may not really you know align with of course barring from revenge at a school but if you have to work through forgiveness in any other area of your life these steps still apply and so you want to bar from revenge of any fault of inflicting harm or repayment or punishment to the offender. So this actually showed up in a lawsuit of a university that had a professional psychology program. And I looked at the article, and as a professor, I really looked at the way that I teach my students. And Bar From Revenge actually came up in terms of what these people uh, did not do. And so there was a group of students who had a lawsuit against a particular institution that stated that the institution did not do their job because the students could not find employment. Now, I believe that a multitude of things can happen. One, when we signed up to go to grad school, did the grad school actually say, I guarantee you that you will be able to have a job or work at a particular institution? No. Why would they not do that? Well, due to liability, and this is my personal opinion, not taking up for any school, but just having am honestly common sense, is that you as a student, you have to show up and do the work. As a student, you have to choose your thesis statement, which will be your topic for your research paper or your dissertation topic to make a contribution to the world. Now, my hope is that and this is what I would tell my students. Choose a topic because this is what was taught to me. Choose a topic of the contribution that you actually want to make in the field, that you actually want to continue to show up in the field even after you graduate. So because I've been a professor, I've been very privy to students showing up and just wanting to walk across the stage without putting in work. I've had students who don't want to put in the hard work to do an actual paper that is making a contribution to the field and also their degree and for them to become an efficient and qualified mental health professional. Of course, post licensure. And then I've also had students who have been matched with practicum sites and they don't have good work ethic. So let me ask you, let's just say if any of those were present In any of those students who filed that lawsuit, I'm not saying that it is, I don't know who filed the lawsuit, but this is the way that I look at organizations and things that are related to people believing that schools give out a promise when the promise was never written. Okay. So make sure that when you're maneuvering through forgiveness, that you bar from revenge against the offender, because really what you're doing is, you know, pretty much going back and forth with the offender, you're passing it back and forth and you're really not solving the problem. So moving into step number three, which is consider. Consider the offender's perspective. Now, of course, with trauma as it relates to mental health, this is very emotionally difficult because what they're asking you to do is try to understand his or her attitude and or behavior. So on a personal side, I had a guardian in which Some of their statements to me as a child was not the best and it took a toll on my mindset, on my ego and on my self-esteem and on my confidence, you know? So as I grew older, I started asking questions to family members to understand why this person is the way that they are. And then once they explained that person's story, it's not that it condoned this person's actions, but it really helped me open my eyes through a new lens and not therapize this person, not diagnose this person, but really build a level of empathy based off of what they were exposed to because hurt people hurt people. We've heard that, right? So consider the offender's perspective to try to figure out why is it that they are the way that they are? Why is it that schools do not teach us how to own or open a profitable practice? Well, The academic institutions do not have that as part of their requirements for you to graduate. The purpose of the program is for you to become a therapist, not a business owner. So again, I'm going to put it back on you. If you want to be a better business owner, if you just want to become a business owner, you have to go look for business ownership programs. That's why people went to business school. They went to get their (laughs) master's in business school. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but I'm being real. All of us chose a path. And if you're a therapist, you chose the path as a therapist, which meant that you chose a school that can help you be a better therapist. You can't go to a therapist school and then expect that they're going to double dip and give you another degree as a business owner. That's two different schools. Okay. So D, the fourth step in forgiveness is decide. Decide to accept if you're hurt without unloading it onto the the offender. So let's just say within that lawsuit, there was one student who knew that they did not pull their weight. They should decide not to go out and attack these schools because they knew what they signed up for. OK, so passing it back and forth, passing back the hurt feelings, the anger feelings, whether we're talking about grad school, whether we're talking about personal relationships in your past, it does not matter. All four of these steps or stages apply to both. OK, so passing your hurt and your anger and telling people what they should have done with you, for you or not to you, it actually magnifies the problem. You're not doing anything. You're actually just making it worse. And so you may have heard people talk about who is forgiveness truly for. And I believe, again, this is my personal opinion, but I also bring this up in clinical uh, conversations with my clients is that forgiveness is first for you as the person, as the person who has felt offended because you're the one being held back and being held hostage based on what has happened to you in front of you, you know, or to someone else. Okay, so I'm going to give you a bonus one, which is the fifth stage, which is called extend. Now, this one is a doozy. Okay, so extend compassion to the offender. And you may be asking, why would I want to do that? They hurt me. They didn't come through. They bamboozled me. They didn't give me what I thought I deserve. Well, if you've made it through acknowledgement, bar, consider, and decide, then you can extend internally compassion and goodwill toward the offender because it actually releases the offender off the hook. So I want you to get a picture in your mind of the hook. And what I'm going to do is pull, at least on the screen, if you're watching this via video, on the podcast, just visualize the hook, maybe even close your eyes. And I'm going to share a very brief poem for you to bring all of this together. So this is titled, Unforgiveness. Being in unforgiveness is like being on a giant hook. Next to you on the hook is the person who has hurt you. The hook is extremely painful. Wherever you go, so does the hook, and so does the offender. The only way you can get off the hook is if you allow the offender off first. The cost of not allowing the offender off the hook is perhaps a lifetime of unhappiness. So really take a moment, maybe even press pause and think about that. Based on what you've been through or what you feel like someone else is responsible for in terms of hurting you, who is forgiveness truly for? How can being in a state of unforgiveness keep you on the hook where you're not working on yourself intentionally and becoming the best version of you every single day? day think about that so unforgiveness is not for the other person it's for you so let go of the hook so we've went over a few questions to ask yourself as a therapist as it relates to what I hear therapists uh, venting about all the times in terms of what graduate school should have taught them. We went over the four plus a bonus, well, five steps and stages of forgiveness. And then I just shared with you a poem of unforgiveness. So you may be wondering, why am I sharing this with you, especially as it relates to abundance in your lifestyle and in your business? So if you do not learn how to take ownership of what you can do and have, To create a profitable lifestyle and abundant business, you will remain on the hook. So what are you going to do about it? You know, I'm, I'm all about taking massive action. And if you are new to my podcast, I'm all about you taking in information and not really focusing on taking in a lot of information, but really focusing on implementation. Implementation over information. So. Do you spend so much time focusing on what someone else has done to you that you actually don't even realize that you're pausing the path that your higher power or your universe has created for you to maneuver, to get to your level of abundance? And you may be asking, well, why is it that it's taking me so long to get to the next level? Well, it could be that you're stuck on the hook and you're focusing on lack versus focusing on how you can give the power back to yourself. So I encourage you to go out there and find what you need or maybe who you need. Maybe you need a therapist as a therapist. Maybe you need a business coach. Maybe you need an accountability group of positive minded people who want to see you win and they need cheerleaders as well because you want to see them win as well. But the bottom line is don't wait on it and go after it. So bottom line is, if you graduated, you've already accomplished the first step, despite how you see your graduate school or what they should have taught you, okay? You took the test if you're licensed. You applied for jobs. You applied for certain things in life. You interviewed for internship sites, postdoc sites. You enrolled in school. You got accepted. You enrolled in programs. Got accepted. You took out student loans, for your degree, for your abundance. And you got license. You got the highest level of what we choose to attain when we sign up for graduate school as mental health therapists. So I'm sharing all those things because you already know how to invest in you. So are you really going to allow the hook or graduate school with focusing on what you felt like they should have given you to then pause your next level of abundance? Because if you're doing that and you're living on the hook, that means you're actually not even living in the present. You're not living in the now, which means that you're not even living. You're on autopilot. So I'll stop right there because I'm gonna get too deep and I wanna hold some stuff for the other podcast series on abundance, okay? And so I want you to stay tuned as I continue to talk about how therapists can thrive in their mindset, in their lifestyle, and in their business as we continue the therapist series of abundance, okay? So if you are not already subscribed or following me on the podcast or on YouTube, make sure to uh, subscribe and leave me a comment. Let me know what is your biggest takeaway from this episode. Let me know how you're going to take massive action. Also, if you know of another therapist in which this episode will be very beneficial to them, or you just want to share the forgiveness stages with someone else that you know or love, then go ahead and forward this episode to them. Now, I have another bonus for you. If you want to receive affirmations throughout the week directly to your cell phone, then I want you to text me at 310-388-8603 and text the word ABUNDANCE. It'll ask you for your name, some basic information, but you will now be on the list so that you can wake up and you're already stepping into abundance. My messages typically come out at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're on the East Coast or in another country, you may be well ahead, but you will still, I guarantee you, pause, look at your phone and say, thank you forget to be back on track today because I already know how those mornings and early afternoons can go. All right. So I will see you in the next podcast episode. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.